I have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. I have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. I have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. Welcome to my testimony podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is Takia. I'm your host. Happy that you're here. Happy that you're stopping by. I also pray that you're sharing these testimonies with other people too, as they bless you, bless someone else with the word of God, with the testimony of someone's faith, because we overcome by the testimonies of our faith, right? And by the blood of the lamb. And so the more that people hear testimonies, the more it will actually like produce life on the inside of them. So be encouraged to share um, any testimony in this platform as well as your own testimony. Um, Definitely want to encourage you with the word before we get into our testimony today on this episode. Um, I want to read from 2 Corinthians chapter 1. I'm going to read verse uh, 20, 21 and 22. And it says this. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. I call God as my witness and I stake my life on it that it was in order to spare you that I did not return to Corinth. Not that we lord it over your faith, but we work with you for your joy because it because it is by faith you stand firm. Amen. And one thing I wanted to highlight in this scripture um, is how it says in verse 22 that he set his seal of ownership on us. And it's like he anointed us. He set a seal of ownership on the inside of us. Um, He put a spirit on the inside of us and he set his ownership on us. Like God owns you and I. We belong to God. And because we belong to the one and only true God, and he is a God of love, therefore, our life is fully secured in Christ Jesus and our Heavenly Father who first loved us. We can take courage, confidence, trust, reliance, strength, peace on that one foundation that we are owned by God and the God of love and the God that no one can take anything out of his hands. Like those truths When we really think on it, when we really magnify it in our mind and set our mind on that truth, it begins to rise faith on the inside of us. It begins to raise faith on the inside of us and strengthen us and speak to every weakness that will seek to try to come against that knowledge of who God is and who we are to God. And so I pray that you are encouraged to know that you are owned by God and that no one can ever overturn God's throne. No one can ever overtake him. No one can take anything out of his hands and he loves you and cares for you and he 
sent his son Jesus to die for your sins that you may have life with him forever. And he gave you his kingdom all before you even asked for it, all before you even knew him, all before you even thought of anything that you may possibly need from God. So like, praise God, be encouraged. God is for you. He is not against you. Amen and amen. And so today on um, this episode, today's testimony is going to come from Shannon Monet. She is 14 years old and desires to make a difference in the lives of this and the next generation. She discovered who she is and her true calling. Um, and Shannon hopes her story may help and inspire anyone who is suicidal, lost, afraid, rejected, and much more. She believes everyone has a distinctive calling in their life and that they should endeavor to fulfill it. Many people are suffering and she is committed to her, committing her life as, as such a young age to be a light and living example to others, using her voice on social media outlets, showing that there is a way out and they are not alone. And so praise God for Shannon's willingness to share her testimony at such a young age, making such an impact and really choosing the Lord um, in her life at this time. So I pray that you're encouraged by her testimony today. Let's go ahead and get into it. My name is Shannon Monet, and this is my testimony. Ever since I was a young girl, I knew I carried something in me that others didn't have. I was very outgoing, talkative, and had a love for people. I was blessed to be raised with great parental guidance and love surrounding me. I've always been taught to love and be confident in who I was and to always move further and reach my full potential in life. However, my life drastically changed. Once I entered in fourth and fifth grade, they spotted out every speck of difference and imperfection in me, and I was instantly rejected and deserted. I was the outcast. I found myself on shaky grounds from attempting to live up to their standards because I was desperate and alone. I wanted acceptance, to feel loved and wanted, but in spite of all that, the girl I used to know started to slowly fade away. I didn't know who I was. I was a stranger to myself. I didn't know my true identity because I was allowing others to dictate who I was. Anything negatively said about me, I accepted it. Every word was shaping my false identity. It was a very tough experience for me. And because of what it made, and because of that, I started to hate myself. My mind started to get louder and louder, full of thoughts, suicidal thoughts, depressing thoughts, discouraging thoughts. I became my own punching bag, beating myself up every single day because I wasn't fitting the criteria nor standard that they wanted me to fit in. Every time I walked by them, their stares spoke so many volumes, louder than any word could. And the words that were spoken were hurtful comments about how different I dressed, how I looked, my personality. I even heard the whispers about me behind my back. It was very painful, especially experiencing this all at the age of nine and 10, watching everyone fit in with their friend groups as I went day by day alone, set apart from the others. 
In my loneliness, depression crept in. Suicidal thoughts took hold of my mind, and I grew tired of holding on to that same feeling every single day. I grew tired of hiding my pain, pretending everything was all right. Even though I had a supportive and loving family, I didn't want to become a burden. So I created my own alternative world in front of everyone. It was great, perfect, and nothing was wrong. When in reality, no one wanted to associate with me because of my differences. I couldn't help with that. I couldn't help that I was different. Even there went some times where I even went out of my comfort zone doing things to fit in with everyone else, but they still seeing me for who I truly was and still didn't accept me. I couldn't tell the teacher what I was going through because I knew it wouldn't make much of a difference. That's why I settled with not telling anyone because I never wanted to put that pressure on them. I didn't want them to know about my suffering. It was a battle that I had to face alone because at the end of the day, it was just me with these thoughts of depression and suicide. I fought back tears so no one could hear me. I let all the hurt and pain bury inside of me until I started to explode. I was searching for peace in so many areas through toxic friendships, music, and more. That was my way of coping. That was my way of not feeling alone. And what I thought gave me peace was temporary. I was looking for a peace that would be eternal. I started listening to depressing artists, but that helped me for only a temporary amount of time because I found myself getting more and more depressed. But I realized what was keeping me here and pulling me through was God. There was this running track outside of my school and I used to walk on it circles and circles, talking and crying to God after a hard day in school. That became my safe place. It was very sacred for me because it felt like he was walking with me during all the trials and pain that I faced in elementary school. But unfortunately, three years ago, on the night of July 18th, I wanted to end my life. I grew so tired of being me, looking at myself in the mirror every day, feeling worthless, invisible, and not important. I was tired of being the kid who was rejected. I was tired of being different. I was tired of being depressed every single day. And being the kid who sat at the lunch table alone, watching everyone else with their friends, while I had no one, no one to lean on. I was tired. I started wishing I was someone else or dead. I lost hope. But at that moment, I started crying out and doubting God and even questioning if he was even real or not. And if he was real, why did he make me different? Why didn't he make me like everyone else? I didn't want to be the kid who was labeled as different. I just wanted it all to be over. I didn't want to be me anymore because I felt since no one wanted me, what's the point of even living? I didn't even want to continue going on with the pain. But that's when God stepped in and he showed me that he is with me and is still with me through everything. He showed me that I have purpose 
He showed me that he's seen and heard me after I thought my pain was invisible. I covered myself almost like makeup, covering the spots that I didn't want anyone to see, hiding that pain all behind a smile. But he's seen me. He's seen the things that no one else seen. He was the true peace I was looking for. He was the happiness that I needed. I could have ended my life that day by listening to the lies and the loud thoughts inside my head. But I decided to take an act of courage and listen to what God had to say, which drowned out every thought of suicide, depression, and identity issues. Over the years, I started to learn who I truly was, my true identity, that I am loved, I'm worth it, and I'm seen. I wouldn't have been here to share my story. I wouldn't have been here to be the person I am today. If I hadn't been through these challenges, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have been able to help someone else. So my story wasn't just for me, but it was to help someone else get out of that dark tunnel that I used to be in and find the light. So that's why I dedicate my life at such a young age to help others, because I understand I've been there. Amen. Amen. I, I'm curious to just know, like, in terms of how you're walking now, what is it that, um, how is it that the Lord is moving in you to strengthen you at this point um, in your journey? I know you said that was at uh, like nine and 10 and yep. you're 14 now. So um, are you able to share a little bit about some of the things that the Lord is doing for you right now to kind of build on top of that foundation he set? It's been a lot of prayer and I just reading the scriptures like about who I truly am. And I've been saying things, um, speaking things over my life. Like I am loved. I am chosen. I'm speaking. I, I keep speaking things about myself that are positive, that help uplift me so I can know who I truly am in God and not of the world or what people say, but what he says. So that's what I really build off of. Yeah. And then what do you say to other people? Do you have friends who are going through that same thing like in person right now? Or how is that yes. situation happening? Yes. It was this one person, um, even online, actually, who was suffering with suicidal thoughts. And since I dealt with it myself, I was helping her by showing that she is loved by God. And she turned her life around because she was suffering with suicidal thoughts. And God just told me to talk to her. And um, no one knew that she was suffering with suicidal thoughts except God. But he told me, okay, I want you to tell her, are you okay? And I did that. And she told me, how did you know it wasn't okay? I said, because God told me to talk to you. And then she started breaking down. And she didn't kill herself that day. Are you guys still in contact at the yes, moment? Yes, we're still in contact. And I tried to uplift her and share different scriptures with her to keep her uplifted and it's been helping and she's been in a good spot. Yeah. And what do you, what do you say now, like in terms of just kind of considering your journey um, and have you come to the point where you experience that peace yet, or is it more or less, you know, you're still in this state of like growing into um, the truth, like settling in to where, 
it isn't a struggle per se, but it's just like, okay, let me accept this. <laughs> let me accept the I, things that the Lord has I finally said about accepted, me. Yes, I finally <laughs> accepted who I am because it took a long time for me to actually accept myself. And yeah, that, I'm just, it's just my mind is literally blown on how much he changed me in my life. And I'm still going through a process of change, but I am in a better place than I was before. Yeah. Um, and what else would you say to someone who's just listening? Like, how would you encourage them who may not be in contact with you, but, you know, will hear your testimony um, at some point? How do you encourage someone like that? I would say it's to keep going, no matter how many lies or thoughts come through your head, no matter what people say to you, no matter what they think of you. Focus on what God tells you who you are, that silent voice that you keep hearing that tells you you are loved. You are more than what they say you are. I focused on that and I believe that they should too as well. And that's what will deliver them, talking to God, listening to what he has to tell them, even through his word. So not what people say, but what he says, that's what really got me through. And I believe it'll help someone else get through that as well. Yeah. And just thinking about um, some of the struggles you talked about, um, the suicidal thoughts, the depression, um, when going through those things, like, what do you think, kind of looking back, what do you think, why do you think that that was like the, the struggle for you? If you can talk about that a little bit, I think, um, yeah. go ahead. I think that was my struggle because I just came from a loving family and then I walk into fourth and fifth grade and then they're showing me something different. They're showing me that they didn't like me for who I was and I'm used to being loved. And then I walked into something else and I'm like, okay, well, they don't, you know, they don't like me. And uh, you know, that, that didn't really sit well with me. And I was just 10. So I really couldn't process that process that as well. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't process any of that. And what really started that depression was what they said about me. Then I started to beat myself up because I'm like, okay, well, maybe I am this, maybe I am that, maybe they're right. And then I started seeing things in myself that they said were wrong. And I just started beating myself up for that. And then that depression, suicidal thoughts started to creep in. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I do need to end my life because they're not liking me or they're not, they're not liking the things that's in me, which I thought was fine when I was younger, because I always seen, you know, creative things that I did and they always discouraged it kids never liked the things that I did and they always like um they just never agreed with anything that I did and I always beat myself up for that and yeah 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 I think that that's encouraging to hear though like um the fact that the Lord has given you so much wisdom even for your age and the things that you've already gone through and started directing your path to a path of um you know where it's found on his word because his word brings life so i really pray that people who are hearing this even those who are in your age right now um will take in the advice that you're giving you know yeah. and start seeking the lord out in his word because it truly changes it truly changes who we are yes it, it makes us you know like everything that God has called for for us to be so praise God for your testimony and the wisdom that he's giving you thus far to share yes 
If you are blessed by Shannon's testimony, we would love to hear it. You can share your feedback. You can share how it blessed you, what you took away from it um, on our Instagram page, My Testimony Podcast, or on our website, MyTestimonyPodcast.com. Um, reach out to us there. And also, if you're interested in joining me on um, this platform and would like to share a testimony, you can reach out to me on any one of those platforms. I would love to have you on and really interact with you and hear all the wonderful things that the Lord has done for you and is doing in your life. And so again, I pray that you have been blessed and I pray that the Lord just blesses your family, blesses you and all that you endeavor to do for him. And until next time, may you continue to share your testimony. Amen.